0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the AfterBuzz TV Rain After Show. It's Hang Swords, Episode 7. We've got a lot to talk about, so stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Please. Welcome to AfterBuzz oh TV. Gosh. It's not a packed house as it was last <laughs> week, but hey... It was a little bit of a calmer episode, so we're going to have a little bit of a calmer after show, but that doesn't mean we're not going to give you the goods, well, right, Well, you Keaton? guys
1: got the two OGs here. That's we're, right. We're the OGs of the Rain After Show, so it's it's kind of nice to, no no offense to our other hosts who have, like, come through all the doors and been awesome hosts, but it's kind of fun just me and you again.
0: It is, it is. <laughs> Keaton Mark, you ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes,
1: I'm Keaton Mark, everybody. It's so good to be back and uh, still kind of reliving and... Uh, kind of recouping from the excitement of last week. So thank you guys all for your support well, last week. It's
0: if for awesome. some reason you're joining us for the very first time, last week we had a plethora of special guests. And um, I want to, before we fully dive into this episode, I just really quickly, for my own selfish reasons, <laughs> your perspective. And I, I think people will kind of find it cool. What was what was just the experience like meeting them before them sitting, you know, doing the show?
1: It was a little bit of a pinch me moment Um at, and, and they were just so gracious and they were so just fun to hang out with. Like, I could have sat and talked to Megan and Drew, and Drew. Like, we could have just sat and talked, like, before we were even coming in. Like, they kind of were like, okay, guys, go in the studio. Cause we were just chatting about different, like, things in life and not even rain. And so that was just, it was really fun to just kind of meet them as humans, and uh, to just sit next to Queen Catherine, <laughs> um, this woman who I've watched uh, and really admire, and an actress who I really admire, uh, was just really, really nice, and they were just humble and kind. What, and- what was
0: the biggest takeaway, whether cat for Catherine in terms of a character, or for you since, you know, um, among many things you're an actress, mm-hmm. and so, you know, maybe an acting thing that you took away from her? I
1: mean. Um, Just, I... I, I loved that she came in as, like, she's probably my favorite character in Rain, and then the fact that she directed this episode. So it was really cool to kind of see how she dissects a script mm-hmm. um, as an, with an actor's perspective. Uh, and just to see how she kind of, she puts a, so much thought into every single character and not just her own. And obviously she was directing the episode, but you can see, I think, a great actor is an actor who helps all the actors in the room and she has so much experience under her belt and she's working with so many young actors and you can just tell why all of those young actors really rise to the occasion when they're in a scene with her because she is so gracious and so humble and I think that's something that I learned of you know anytime no matter who you're working with always be gracious and humble um, because you know if you make your your partner or your teammate look good you're going to look good and everybody's going to come out on top and you could really feel that and I feel like everybody even Drew like who who is a, a Younger writer, when I know he first started on on Rain, um, you could feel like that. That is kind of the the camaraderie of the entire crew of Rain, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's really great when you when you get to see something like that. When a show you, that you love so much is, they're just good people, and I like when good people <laughs> succeed. So it, it feels good, and I'm bummed the show is canceled.
0: Well, that is a bummer, bummer. but um, you know, I think. We're still getting a really great season, as as you and I talked about off-air. And um, just to kind of wrap this whole thing up, the good news is, because of that whole experience, not only was this... Definitely check it out if you haven't done so, but uh, we'll also... We're also working towards something very special. We'll kind of intersperse guests throughout, and I think we might do something at the end as well. Yeah. So fingers crossed for that. And uh, part of that is you just keep tweeting. Yeah, you keep you tweeting, guys, demanding.
1: Yeah, demand for you guys. Like, and, and the support from all of you has been so amazing. And they even said like how much they love this after show. Like they listen to this after show, they watch this after show. So um, no thank pressure. you guys for supporting us and uh, the crew as and cast as well as you fans because we couldn't do it without you because we're fans ourselves. So thank you all.
0: Absolutely. So let's <laughs> let's dive <laughs> <The> into... <cry>? <laughs> <laughs> well, Wow. We'll save the tears. Yeah, for no, the, um- no,
1: no, no tears. Oh, there were some tears during this episode though. I did cry during this episode which I haven't cried during a rain episode in a while.
0: It was... Uh, l- let's start with France. Yes. Because, uh, you know, in terms of kind of mini plots and things developing all at the same time, this had the most action beats. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to start with Nicole, because... Oh my
1: gosh, the little minx! She's just coming in! She is just... uh, And I had a feeling, I mean, I was like, oh, that's really sweet, like this young little, you know, French girl. And it was so cool and nice to see Charles happy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we've ever really seen his character in a good place. Like, this is the only episode ever since this character has been introduced that we see Charles in a really, really good place, and... Um, and I loved that even Queen Catherine acknowledged it. She's mm. just like, ugh, this sucks that I have to take my son who's finally happy. Like, we were able to give him everything, but the one thing we can't give him is a happy home life. Um, so, you know, it's it was fun to see that, but obviously it's not going to last. She and is the evil
0: version of Laith. Nicole? Yeah, like, because Laith, you know, how how he rose in ranks, but it was all good.
1: Yeah, but I, she know, she is just she's even, gunning for it. Gosh, she's, she is... So bad, like she is. Oh my gosh! But I think nobody is smarter than Narcisse and Catherine. And Narcisse and Catherine now have this little girl. Um, she's she's a young woman, I would say, but who's very new to court, quite naive, um, and but yet smart and cunning. And I think they're absolutely going to use her to their advantage. And I think Nicole, in the end, will obviously fail. But I think uh, she's going to be very helpful. Moving forward, uh, maybe, if it, it, it's probably going to be mostly manipulation, but she is going to really help them kind of save uh, France at this point, even though by uh, Lisa leaving, we have a dramatic thing happening now. Do we well, want to jump right on that, or I don't know?
0: Well, let's, let's, let's talk about Charles, because that'll sort of lead into it, mm-hmm. in the sense that he's now Protestant. He's not really given an explanation other than that. It just makes him feel better by being a Protestant, um, and it's just one of those things. Uh, you know, he, he's he's happy to be back. I don't I don't know how to gauge his sort of because because at the same time he hasn't really been tested.
1: Yeah, and so he can go n-
0: not in terms of like his religion, but in terms of his mood swing, he can go like that well, again.
1: He's a teenage boy, and um, not not only teenage boys but teenage girls' mood swings just comes with the territory, unfortunately. Um, but he's discovering himself and i think he he kind of latched on to the protestant religion so quickly because all of a sudden he was welcomed in by this family who didn't really ask him any questions still like respected his wishes and just asked him to to help to help them when it came to normal stuff around the house and like almost like probably made him feel like a human for the first time ever like Just treating him like a normal human being, even though they knew he was the king, and So, obviously, seeing these Protestants, too, he had grown up in a Catholic household and kind of the Protestants have always been somewhat of the enemy in a way. But then all of a sudden, they're the ones embracing him and making him feel better. I feel like in any teenager's life, as soon as something makes you feel safe, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to jump to that immediately. You don't think about the consequences that could happen. And, I, you know, you think, "I, I know I did it when I was a teenager. Like, the moment something makes you feel safe and you, you want to do it, but I, I think this is, I don't know, I need to look up the actual history of what happened, but I feel like Catherine might sacrifice Charles now to, like, save France as a Catholic country, because we know Charles in history passes away. Mm-hmm. He does not reign for a very long time. So I'm wondering how they're going to write that into it. And Henry, is that who the next in line is named?
0: Henry, the younger brother, mm-hmm. who is devoutly Catholic.
1: Yeah, until he's a teenager. <laughs>
0: um, it's just, to me, it's just an interesting cycle where, you know, uh, obviously Catherine is the cause of Lisa and why she's this way. And then in order to write that, she's now going to mess up one of her other kids. <laughs> and then eventually, I mean, if you're not necessarily sticking to the real history, then perhaps we'll try to fix that somehow. And then Henry's going to get messed up. And then we'll try to fix that.
1: Well, and screw you, Lisa. Like, get over. I'm sorry. Like, you are the frickin' queen of Spain. You, you, you've you made well for yourself. Like, why do you got to come in and mess everything up in France? Like, revenge never ends for, like well for the person seeking the revenge, and you're seeking revenge on Catherine. Don't mess with the queen. Um, it's gonna come back, and I think it's gonna bite Lisa in the butt.
0: Maybe, but at the same time, she learned from the best. She did. <laughs> you know, I, like they are tit for tat, one in the are. same. Ass.
1: And I, I think it's the first time Catherine has really met her match since Mary left. Because I honestly think Mary was Catherine's match in a way. Um, and but since, opposing views. Yes, very opposing views. But Lisa is, like, you know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree with that with that girl. So I was bummed we didn't see Claude this episode after we had such a dramatic end, Um and I wish we could have seen her involved somewhat in the departure of Lisa since they were kind of butting heads so much.
0: But we didn't. I think she's just in mourning at the moment.
1: Oh, poor Claude.
0: <laughs> uh, Till next year, question mark, as they said. We'll meet in the future. That's uh, quite romantic, but... From my experience, it doesn't quite happen. <laughs> um,
1: oh, Claude.
0: So okay, I mean, I, I guess this is more prediction territory, but at the same time, why don't we just kind of discuss it? What is Catherine going to do? Is there a time limit from Lisa on this to make this happen? What are all these terms?
1: Um, I I, I don't think Catherine knows exactly what she's going to do at this point. I think she's going to stall. For as long as she can, so she can feel out and kind of get back into Charles's head a little bit, a little bit more now. Or now that she has the information about Nicole, get into Nicole's head, pull Nicole closer to her, make Nicole feel safe, and like we can work together. Like I, I feel like Catherine is really going to um, butter Nicole up and kind mm. of play friends to get what she needs out of Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look forward to Nicole because I'm sorry, Nicole. You can't just come in and be like this sassy little demanding biatch. Because honestly, you have not you. I we love Narcissus and we love Catherine and we love to hate them. So <laughs> you you need to back off. <laughs> like I, I hope loved, they win. <laughs> I
0: love Narcissus. It was like an eyebrow raise of like, excuse me.
1: Yeah, excuse me, honey. <laughs> like sit down. Like, like
0: okay, let's uh, all right. Let's that was this. a great
1: scene. That was one of my favorites. And I just thought this this entire episode, like, I didn't feel like a ton of action happened. But it was just a really, it was a really well-written episode. And I feel like a lot of stories that kind have kind of been up in the air and, like, plot points have kind of f- found their end in this episode. So I'm excited to see now what's going to launch from, like, all these from kind this, of yeah. bows that got tied up.
0: Yeah. And, you know, what I'm, what I'm sort of most interested in terms of that... Um, is the, uh, where was I going with this? Um I don't know, I lost my train of thought. But, <laughs> we'll see, you know, I, I'm interested to kind of see what happens, Um, you know, because I, I, what's at stake is obviously the civil war between Protestants and Catholics. And at the end of the day, even, you know, even though Charles is not quote-unquote Protestant, I doubt he wants that very much.
1: Oh, goodness, now so, Like, nobody wants your country at war. And I know, I think the way that Catherine will end up playing like, on her own to his kind of uh, wishes. She's going to be like, hey, if there's a war, the people, like, the the commoners that you lived with, that you loved so much, and that livelihood you loved, is going to be destroyed. Because a civil war is fought on our soil, in our backyards. And they're the ones that suffer, the civilians. So I I hope that we see a little maturity in Charles. And I feel like if Catherine doesn't feel like she can get what she wants i think she might do like, like i mean and i know cat family comes first with catherine all the time but i if she has her back against the wall like she's gonna look at the bigger picture and if like keeping charles on the throne and keeping charles alive is going to destroy the family name and like the distra- the family's kind of position of power at this point she's gonna get behind henry
0: yeah and i think you know uh I mean, in essence, they always find a third option that none of us are knowing. But, I mean, just let them go back to the countryside and Henry rules. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, I don't think Charles... Would necessarily be opposed to that that much. Yeah. So we'll see. We will um,
1: see. I'm gonna do some some super research before next week's episode. And I'll, you do some I'll, super research. I'll let you guys know what really happened with Charles. And Carrie um, Godding is in the is in the chat right now, and she said in history didn't Charles kill thousands? So um, I'll, I'll, I'll fact check. <laughs> yeah,
0: we don't know how many he's we already killed know. right now.
1: We don't know. Um, you know how so. many
0: night... night- Outings he's had
1: Oh gosh I'm just glad he's not Like this little vampire anymore Yeah He's freaking me out He's a cute kid
0: <laughs> Um Alright so And I, I think also Just to to wrap that up I think that's what Made Catherine Quite happy was I mean the last time She did see him it Was in that complete Vampire state I mean she was Basically looking at Dracula <laughs> And now here he is Just eating pigeon soup
1: Yeah <laughs> So Yeah oh, That was a fun I thing.
0: love Narcisse It's good pigeon soup <laughs> All right, let's go over to England. Uh, What a... Quite an interesting story, because there's that dichotomy dichotomy between Mary and Elizabeth in terms of what's going on. uh, Elizabeth wants to advance and then leave it to poor little Agatha, Gideon's daughter, to change her heart.
1: You guys, this this storyline warmed my heart and then crushed my heart. We all knew little Agatha was most likely not going to be saved. Um... Did it have
0: to be so quick?
1: You know, I don't think they needed to draw it out anymore. It's been about three episodes now, and I think, obviously, the character of Agatha was used to kind of eventually show us Elizabeth, like, have Elizabeth see her, like, what she was as a child and where she came from to get her where she was and kind of wake her up a little bit in, like, her softer side of Hey, like let's not you know like let's not be the people that cause violence. let's be the people that try to prevent it, so she you know then decides not to attack Scotland, but it was so nice seeing her this side of Elizabeth, and I feel like Elizabeth is always talking very like intensely and like very like like always on edge, like she always feels on edge, so to see this uh this character calm, having fun um. It was so great, and it was so nice to see Gideon, like, happy, and it was just, and we don't see kids often in the show, so it was just really, it was, a, like, what little girl doesn't dream about being able to follow, you know, a queen around for the day and be that? And then the whole speech about heaven, like, it really made me cry. like, that made me cry, and then immediately afterwards, like, when seeing Gideon cry, I, I lost it. I'm, like, sitting in bed by myself and just, like... <laughs>
0: well oh, here's gideon. here's the takeaways for me and these are kind of bullet point um obviously the friendship between gideon and, and elizabeth um is nice to see because you know she she's never really had that and you know as you said she sees herself mm-hmm. um at the same time what was to me one of the more interesting parts was the fact that in a way we, we wanted elizabeth and mary to meet for the longest of times and in this sense She got to meet Mary Mm -hmm. because, you know, through Agatha's met both. And while Gideon's met both and many people have met both, um, this was the first time of like seeing an actual perspective on Mary that wasn't tainted.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah and, and and an innocent perspective um mm. one that like doesn't have to play a role she's mm. a child she can be whoever she who who is dying they're gonna let her be whoever she wants and so it's a very honest perspective and i think elizabeth felt that even though elizabeth knows like because it, it also and like aw- awoke all these kind of feelings in elizabeth that like she is a survivor she had to survive. She did not get this throne, like, easily. And so she doesn't want to give it up easily. But I think it changed her tactics on how to keep the throne and to not be painted as the villain anymore rather than to be painted as the hero in history, which she eventually was painted as the hero in history. So um, it's kind of interesting to see. Are we
0: having a Breaking Bad turn? Or in wrestling, we call that a heel turn? (laughs) Mary goes heel?
1: I don't know. I I feel like Mary's out for blood. Uh, So... And especially after what happened to her this episode, she's decided she's not going to have happiness and she's not gonna have forgiveness. And so, yeah. Well, fine. Swap.
0: Well, the last part I want to touch upon was um, you know, before we, we, we see Gideon Elizabeth sort of crying, there's that one line and I want to get your perspective on it, because she says, Turns out queens can have anything they want, because she gets the blueberries mm-hmm. to make the blueberry pie. Mm-hmm. And she's all happy and then she goes to see Agatha, and basically, it's to me, it was like you can't have everything you want.
1: Oh, I, I think you're you're right on the nose there. It was a it was a reality check for her. Yeah. Like she, you know, she was playing in this fairyland uh, world with Agatha, which I think she needed to kind of awaken a lot of things in her. Um, but yeah, it was a snap back to reality up there goes gravity. <laughs> but is it M&M, is it a good shock or a
0: bad shock? Like where does she go from here? Does she keep her sense of joy or does she turn mean I think
1: again? I think it's a I think it's a good shock because it's it's again transitioned her kind of um uh what is the word I'm looking for? Kind of her the way she's moving forward with her battle with uh Mary, but um her tactics, that's what—that's the word. But I think it also, it's, you know, for her to hug, like, Gideon, have you ever seen her hug anybody in this show? No. No. Like, I think she has been changed for good. I'm, I'm bringing all these, like, references. Wicked, <laughs> Bam and Um, But I think she's been changed for good by this experience with Agatha. Uh, and I I think also this kind of really, see, like, Seals and cements the bond between her and Gideon, because mm-hmm. she was there when he was going through this, and she's going to be there as he's dealing with the sadness of, like you know, after she's um, Agatha's passed. And so, I think now, if it ever comes to a Mary versus uh, Elizabeth scenario, I think Gideon's going to choose side, like choose sides quickly, and I think it will be quickly Elizabeth. Hmm. So where, where I think it would have been up in the air for a while i don't know because he loved mary so he did. oh man i love gideon i hope gideon can come in to the studios i would love to have him
0: <laughs> he's just so soft-spoken <laughs> um i don't know what he is like in real life but definitely on the show all right speaking of mary let's um go across the border over to scotland and we've got a lot going on mm-hmm. Kira's back in full force Ugh. Not quite the shot when James walks in.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's not what? them
0: cuddling. That's, like, when Luke came in, Leif and Claude were cuddling. This was... Fold oh, hey.
1: On. Um, Darnley, what are you doing? I'm Don't in, we have locks? Like, Well, not... A, well, I mean, James... What year on, do James we would just locks? Kick, James would just kick down the door, like, bye. Um, but... What are you doing, Darnley? Like I completely agree with his mother, his mu mo- like I do not condone what his mother did like by forging his hand and you know sending um what's her, what 's her what is her name again Kira Kira Kira, this letter, and you know changing you know darnley 's path, but at this point it is too far gone, buddy like now you 're going to screw screw everything up if you act on this, but Kira she's a little minx as well. We got two little minxes in this episode, and she was able to manipulate Darnley. To just kiss her, and of course she knew. Like they were in love, they were in deep, deep love. And the moment you have that chance, he—he is not a very strong-willed individual. So she got him, and then he's like, "Okay, this can never happen again." And then, like, <laughs> ten minutes later, he's in bed at the ho- at the inn with her. And so, I—he screwed it up, and I'm—I'm I'm mad at him. I'm very mad. Isn't
0: at him. that this similar to James though, uh, with with um, John Knox's wife? Because, you know, I mean, he's, go, you know, he's sort of going through that affair, and he's keeping it hidden, and he's got emotions for it. You know what I mean? I don't... So...
1: James is not married, or... I mean, James is not in betrothed to the queen of anything. James... Poor James is, like, literally getting the shaft. Like, his horse is getting taken, his lands are getting taken. Poor guy. And then this... Oh, my... That scene of Mary walking into the poker game was so great, and... Lord, what is Lord?
0: Lord Bothwell.
1: Lord Bothwell, damn, that guy is hot, and I felt like the tension as soon as she walked in the room. And I'm like, if they do not take advantage of this sexual tension that we have, and like write a great like kind of love triangle, and then when we saw the previews for the next next week's episode, um, I was like. Thank you, CW. Thank you, Rain Ride- Writers. Uh, thank you, Rain Casting Department for giving us this sexy, sexy man who is just—gosh, he's like, oh, that's why
0: I watch the show.
1: I, lo- I've not, have not been like affected <laughs> like this by one of the uh, cast members of Rain okay. in like a couple episode. So well,
0: let's get him in. His uh, real name Adam, uh, Crosdell.
1: Well, Adam, hi. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of like a Khal Drogo, but like kind of like fixed up and fancied up but he's just got this like you want to
0: do a special segment where you read your love poem to uh, Lord Bothwell oh my
1: gosh no Lord Bothwell is an asshole but um, oh, yeah. the actor is great and I, I just really love how this character is written because he does not care what Mary wants uh, and he is a businessman, which was kind of fun to see mm-hmm. kind, kind of. of Mary Mary uh, kind of just <laughs> get this slap in the face from this guy basically as soon as she walked in she was so confident too yeah <laughs> She was like, I'm going to catch this guy in a lie against me. And he just was like, sit down. But um, sorry, what? I was.
0: (laughs) No, no, it's fine. Um, OK, well, we'll definitely talk about him uh, a little bit more, definitely in predictions, because there's going to be a lot there with that. But sort of the catalyst for all of it. um, Let's talk about Mary's decision uh, when she's talking with Darnley. First off, do you think he's genuine? Darnley. Yeah, because he says to her like it was, it was a mistake. It happened once. I mean, good for her for saying like as if that matters.
1: Yeah, no. It good happened to happen, guys. Um,
0: but do you think he, whether it's right or wrong, do you think he actually meant it that he was sorry and that it would not happen?
1: God no. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> Once a cheater, always a cheater, ladies. So always be careful with uh who you um are getting in relationships with. But I do not trust him one bit anymore, unfortunately. I think he's made his bed. And I'm just sad for Mary because she's so blinded by her her kind of lust for the English like the English throne. Um, that I think she's she's willing to kind of ruin her life. And I think this partnership is going to lead to kind of her demise eventually uh so unfortunately i'm i hate you darnley but i think you have be- you've become such an interesting character i was just telling phil before we uh when live was like oh i'm so bummed i missed when will uh will was here because i just i i love the how interesting this character has become um So I'm excited to see where he goes, but I'm mad at Mary because I think it's a stupid decision at this point to marry him. I'm, like, so Team James right now, it's not even funny.
0: Well, but what, what, I mean, what other option (laughs) is there for Mary?
1: Stay queen, stay on your own, and wait. Like, you know, I don't know, I just wish she would say... Hey Elizabeth, you keep England. I'll keep Scotland. Let's just keep everybody alive and keep the peace. I wish, like,
0: how do we get them to meet?
1: I don't know. And then I want Queen Catherine there. I want all three queens uh, in the same room, uh, in a scene. But I don't know if we'll ever get it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't. I just, I, I history doesn't end up this way. So you know, I can wish for peace and Mary to have a change of heart and mind. But I don't think we're gonna get it. So, uh, but yes, this, this lust for England is, will be Mary's demise.
0: Well, I don't know that, you know, I think, obviously, I I think if nothing else, uh, as I mentioned the dichotomy there, um, I think it's something that she doesn't necessarily want. It's just kind of ingrained in her. Mm. And it would be interesting to see if she sort of figures out another option as well. One, maybe without Darnley. I don't know. Or maybe they work it out.
1: Well, um, I don't know if this is... Allison Wilson in the chat says that uh, Lord Brothwell is actually Mary's third husband. So, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but history. it's history. It's history. So maybe we will, they, we will have a union between Mary and... Um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I... Darnley. And then it'll be like, a, well, I'm going to have this mistress. What do you call it when it's a gigolo? Mister. No, mister. I don't <laughs> when know. it's a man for a woman. Uh, this this uh, pirate mister for Mary. And maybe then after Darnley either passes away, or I, th- I think he passes away. I think that's why. I don't think she gets a divorce because she's Catholic, so that was illegal back then. Does um, a
0: letter get written to Catherine, be like, "What poison do you recommend?" Yeah,
1: Mary's like, "I need your help and your expertise." Um, yeah, and then she's going to end up marrying her pirate, um sexy man, Mister. So <laughs> oh, man, pirate booty. <laughs> but then she's already going to have because I know she has a child with Darnley. So then she she solidifies that uh kind of mm. lineage that they need that she does need to kind of claim the English throne or have a greater claim to the English throne. So I don't know. We will see.
0: She's very pragmatic. She's like, okay. <laughs> this will be interesting how it fully uh, fully develops. And we thought we were just only going to get Darnley this season.
1: We're getting both.
0: Uh, I have nothing else to um, everything else is just sort of predictions.
1: Phil, you're supposed to check your email right now. I'm supposed to check my email right check now? Check your email right now. Oh. You have an email about something for next week. So I don't know if we want to tease it on the show, but... <laughs> Phil doesn't All have right. the chat up right now.
0: Okay, I can re- I, If I'm allowed to read the email, I'll read the email. <laughs> okay, um, this is from Drew.
1: Oh, wait, okay, it's from Drew? Are we allowed to read it? Let me ask Drew... Are we allowed to uh, read email out loud? I'll
0: hold it to the end if I am. Um, in the meantime, why don't we uh, head into Castle Corner?
1: Oh, do I want to read Castle Corner or are you going to read it?
0: No, you're going to read oh, it my as goodness. punishment for something that you didn't do.
1: No, as punishment for like being the worst rain host consistently <laughs> ever. Um,
0: this is Richmond Castle. And I'll let you take it away. It comes from our castle book that was sent to us.
1: Uh, and I'm so bummed. I wanted to get the the Queen Team Catherine shirt signed by Catherine, but I can't. I or by um, Megan, I couldn't find it. And I want to get the book signed by everybody too. But I'm gonna keep looking for it, and hopefully we have a chance to see her again. Um, I'm always
0: wearing my shirt, by the way. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Richmond Castle and. Richmond, North Yorkshire, England, stands in a commanding position above the River Swale uh, close to the center of town of Richmond. It was originally called Richmount, the Strong Hill. The castle was constructed from 1071, oh my god, that's old, onwards following the Norman conquest of England, and the uh, Doomsday Book of 1086 refers to a castlery at Richmond. Uh, Richmond Castle consists of four main parts: a triangle main enclosure and outer enclosure to the east, a keep at the northern corner of the main enclosure, and a small enclosure around the keep. So this is like old school. I don't know if you if you guys have ever seen the Hamlet with Mel Gibson. That looks kind of like the castle that they filmed at. But
0: I mean, it's uh, it's is a very this beautiful a whole
1: c- new world playing right now. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: I <laughs> Maybe it is. Um, (laughs) it's a very beautiful castle but it does you know what's interesting is that it does the architecture of it you know it's almost a thousand years old literally a couple more years but
1: you can read the email aloud as long as you don't say his email. <laughs> okay, I will not give away Drew's email. <laughs> or if you want to uh, paraphrase it, you can as well. Do you have any hint of this? I have no idea. He's just literally was like, "Keaton, tell like read, have Phil read his email. Have Phil read his email. I don't know." So um,
0: okay, um, so we we have Lord Bothwell shut up coming in for next episode. Shut up. <laughs> along with the writers of Uncharted Waters, which is episode yeah! eight.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So. Oh, you're no. Ask and you shall receive. Oh, my
1: gosh. And he's probably going to, like, watch this to see what we're all about. And I'm just, like, confess my love for him. So Lord, I gave
0: you me. an opportunity to write an official love poem. No. You chose not to.
1: I will not. I will not. I need to be professional here. Um, okay. I wonder if he's as, like, sexy in person or if it's, that's just, like, his character. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he is. Oh, my gosh. Sure I he can't. Is. <laughs> All right. Let's get into predictions for next episode now that we've predicted who, that.
1: Who are the writers for next week?
0: Uh, I, just wanna, I would love to know now. Let me so. double check. Um, ben. Um, I butcher names. Um, ben Young Kim and Erica Lipbold.
1: Awesome. So we'll have special guests next week. Tweet out.
0: That's right. And Um, tweet
1: us your questions for. And
0: their um, Twitter handle is at Rainwriters. Yes. So very simple. Alrighty. Without further further ado, predictions.
1: And now you're after Buzz TV predictions.
0: alright We pretty much kind of get one storyline next week in terms of the previews, which is. (laughs) <laughs> lord mothwell and mary Just basically it's a, it's a it's
1: a it's a there you
0: go it's that
1: it's mary falling for the bad boy um
0: remember
1: when she fell for bash and we said that and then bash is like the good guy we're like he's like the sweetest guy ever oh we've come so far is this gonna be well
0: is this gonna be good for mary also in the sense that because we've seen his skills of let's just say, manipulation or, 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 or a negotiation.
1: Negotiation. Negotiation yeah. that
0: he can uh, sort of help her along the way as well.
1: Um, yes. I think this is absolutely going to be good for Mary. And I think this is, you know, Darnley better keep his, uh, his butt in line from now on. You know, because Mary's a queen and he needs to know and he needs to not mess, like, with her or her emotions or anything. And he can easily be replaced once there's an heir. So, we'll pull, so it, we'll, we'll pull a Catherine. We'll pull a on your butt. <laughs>
0: get to it, Mary. Um, it'll be good because now I think it, I think it brings Mary and James even closer together, and now she's gaining another alliance. So I'm excited,
1: and a guy who obviously has uh, very awesome trade routes. And makes a lot of money. So uh, that's very important if any type of battles are coming up is to have somebody with a lot of money in your corner as well as somebody who can affect trade for other countries uh, and as as well for Scotland to bring uh, supplies in and stuff. So this is a smart move for uh, Mary. Lucky her. He's a hot pirate sexy man. Um, he's not a pirate. He's a lord, but... <laughs>
0: You like, you like the pirates, huh? I really
1: do wish he had a Scottish accent, though. Like, I wish, like, he had, like, this, like, sexy, like, pirate Scottish accent. That's me. I just love the Scottish accent. That's wishful thinking for
0: me. Okay. So, so all the guys out there, <laughs> if you want Keaton, Scottish accent.
1: I love Outlander. Like, oh, man. and I love
0: Ray. Well, that does it for us. Yeah,
1: that's that's all for this week. We got, we kind of touched on everything.
0: Uh, I, I think this was a muy, very reset episode, mm-hmm. and we're gonna now push onward
1: Emily. in a
0: fantastic way. Um, and us here too. So looking forward to that. Um, in the meantime, where can people follow you?
1: Uh, you guys can follow me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey, uh-huh.
0: and uh, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, and we did this last time so I think it, it'll work just as fine hashtag ABTVRain for mm-hmm. all your questions Yeah, you know, tweet at us tweet at the Rain writers but then also use that hashtag so we can just filter it much easier uh, yes. you guys tweet a lot which is fantastic That's- I
1: know and I'm so bummed the hashtag get Keaton on Rain is like now like void because Rain is done and it makes me sad
0: well Rain is coming to you
1: I know it's like I don't so even have to go. go anywhere it's wonderful uh, we're um, very excited for next week
0: so Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Um, thanks, Drew, for watching. Thanks, yes, thank you, as Drew. always, to everybody. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Uh, it may be 4 o'clock, maybe 6 o'clock. We get time switched up sometimes because of the studio here. We'll tweet you the time, I promise. We'll keep you in the loop. Bye.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.